0: Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. (laughs) Welcome back. I am Leah, and I am joined by Bonnie, Katie, and Lisa, and we are talking about our one cool science thing. So... Miss Bonbon bon already talked about Alice Ball. And Katie already talked about Mary Ainsworth. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I hesitated. I just hesitated there. I think I wrote it down very, very silly. <laughs> and Lisa already talked about Marie Van Britten Brown. Look at that. I like I put, her name. I put, I put all oh, on Van those Britton syllables.
1: Brown. Right. Second. Van Britton Brown.
0: Yes. But before we dive back in, let's get to know something random about our gal pal. So my question is. And I think there's going to be a lot of caveats on this, dear listeners. <laughs> so get ready and strap in. But my question is, time freezes for everyone but you for one day. What do you do? Whatever caveats you need. Whatever rules you need. Done, done, dun, dun, dun.
1: Well, if it's just the people, yeah. I'm going to go take care of all the bubbies. Yes, you I'm are. Let out all the doggies. <laughs> I kind of thought it would be and like, I'm going to pet all the dogs. Yes. <laughs> We're going to let them out to go potty. There you go. Very nice. And you know, pet them and give them a cookie. Yes. As many as I can get. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I can see you running down the street. Bon here, puppies. <laughs> Come get me. Your people are frozen. I love you. <laughs> Be fantastic. Come with me. <laughs> I would watch that movie. <laughs> uh, fantastic. What about you ladies? What would you do? I mean, there's so many options. I know, right? Mm-hmm. I know. Right. But, I'm an extrovert, and I wouldn't have any people to talk to. Yeah. So that would that would be. Bad. That'd be hard. Talk but to them. They just don't talk back. Correct. Well, One-sided well, see, conversations. That's not better. <laughs> <laughs> when you're an extrovert, that's not better. I
1: talk to my dogs all the time, and I'm freaking hilarious. <laughs> sure, that's.
0: Oh you are a stand stand-up yeah. comedian with your dogs. Yes. Yeah. Noted. No, <laughs> books to read. There is. Yes. 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 And uh sharpie mustaches to drop yes educator i must say there are no um and i i would need it to be a day that no one else knew about right also the for me the pets would have to be frozen because i couldn't Mm. let all the doggies out and or the cats and also you know um that's no good so <laughs> i feel like lisa's <laughs> having an existential crisis <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Just, with this, this question a really difficult <laughs> question there's so much i want to get done but then if i had you know i need a transporter too so i could go to a beach yes mm. see there you go i mean if time's gonna freeze i might as well have a transporter right absolutely this is your world you get to right. create it in this scenario yeah. yes i yes. like
1: the beach scenario yes. yeah yeah
0: i wonder if the ocean's frozen no, because it's just, just the people. The people. Just, just the people. The people. Okay. okay. Yes. but the So sea you, could have is the, frozen. you could have the ocean to yourself. There would be no screaming people. Because <laughs> it's kids and people always screaming at beaches. I like that. They're true. two
1: separate things. They really are. Kids and people. Oh, I'm sorry. The adult-like yeah. people. <laughs> no, that's fair. The high-pitched yeah. <laughs> screaming of some kind.
0: I'm like, because I'll be like, I don't I even will know who that just comes from. will <laughs> never
1: forget that birthday party of Samantha's. Oh, my Your God. Your daughter. It was some elementary school birthday and more screaming have I never heard in my entire life at a pitch that is ungodly
0: i didn't know that <laughs> bingo me. could be my vietnam <laughs> it, it is it
1: was like they
0: were yelling oh. at me to call their numbers like their lives depended on it became bloody it was bad
1: I wow it was mm-hmm. traumatic we were outside they yeah. had too much sugar we were outside we were oh, outside okay. and it was still haunting yeah, i
0: thought was thing. it was so much i can't <sighs> okay. i can't play bingo ever again <laughs> <sighs> so <laughs> yes yeah did, did a little you,
1: distracting but did
0: you, Oh, do I have you? anything. I'm going to take that Lisa we go to the beach. Oh, you are. We'll go with that. So we'll go with that and draw some mustaches. Um, I mean not draw some mustaches. I no, think not a single sharpie mustache. I mean, no. no. I mean, if they mean. don't no. have a proof. I mean, no. come on. Right, exactly. Good. No proof.
1: So since yeah. Josh doesn't listen to this podcast, why I can doesn't tell Josh you? listen
0: to this podcast? Uh, I mean, your will and testament just, is on the show now. Right. <laughs> um, I
1: don't know. That's a good question you should ask him.
0: We should. Josh, why aren't you listening to
1: the show? <laughs> so since Josh doesn't listen, I'm going to go ahead and say. Now Lisa brought up the point of consent, <laughs> right? So this <laughs> very, might be kind of ugly for very her, Very difficult. but I'm going to pluck Josh's eyebrows <laughs> while he's frozen. He has one that's like three inches long. Oh, and it's super blonde, and it just it's really distracting.
0: You just want that I one? Yeah, Sleep, man.
1: Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pluck his eyebrows.
0: <laughs> going to do some
1: manscaping. i going to do some manscaping. Um, and some book Sweet. reading. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, some yeah, book yeah. reading. Um, Sweet. He's going to wake up with, like, contour. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> no. Will oh you have God, a smoky God. eye? Maybe. He's yeah. a guinea pig. I mean, he has really pretty eyes. See. He took off his Should glasses once eye. to clean them at work. And one of the kids was like, you have girl eyes. Kitty's
0: <laughs> <Okay, he's> like, <laughs> mm mm-hmm. Pretty eyes.
1: I mean, initially when you said this, I was like, I should steal something so I can better my life, but that's kind (laughs) of wrong, but it's an idea, it's a maybe. Right, there you
0: go. What about you? Uh, If time freezes... I have to go with my caveat is that also my t- metabolism freezes. Oh, I eat yeah. all of the fucking carbs in the world. Yes. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> because I'm point. diabetic and I'm not <gasps> supposed to have carbs and sugar. <gasps> we, so I would eat all the shit.
1: <laughs> we can go to Alexander's. We'll we'll yes. all meet up. Mm-hmm. We can go, go to Alexander's and on the square and have an ice
0: cream party. And they have all nice. the chocolates. Mm. So, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, mine sounds like it's like I'm in elementary school and I just want to go into the candy store but like I'm a grown ass woman that's not really supposed to have sugar and carbs right now and who doesn't really want to go to the candy store and I mm-hmm. want to go yeah. to the candy yeah, store so I to. I want to pour yeah.
1: my own beer at oh. the new brewery down there on the square yes there
0: you go never see? been a bartender don, don, dun, 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 dun coming to my party see if I can make that happen <laughs> <laughs> all right well, uh, the reason why I asked that question and why I have all the sugar and all the carbs, it does actually tie into my gal that I was going to talk about. Um, so my science gal has won the Nobel Prize. I know, Excellent. just a little tiny thing. Uh, not she's, to brag or anything. Not to brag or anything, but I got a Nobel Prize with my name on it. Uh, she's a biochemist. She has the coolest name ever. I love her name. Uh, my one cool science gal is Gertie Corey. That's, a, it is it's really gertie. that's an excellent name isn't it i know so gertie i will try not to say it like that every time <laughs> i mention her but gertie Please. and her husband carl they developed the process uh discovered not developed. they discovered the process of how the body breaks down sugars and it's called the cory cycle Right. So I have a little bit of stock in this game, (laughs) but I have two reasons why I picked Gertie. Um, The first one is she's in my women of science presentation that I go into schools and talk about. Um... At the end of one of the presentations that I did for adults, I I always ask the question, whether it's kids or adults, like, who did you already know? Who did you just learn about today? And who would you like to know more about? These are uh, common questions that are in like middle school and high school that they use to assess learning. Uh, But I use them with adults too, because adults find them really fascinating. And one of the times when I was with the adults, uh, there was a doctor there who said I work with the Corey Cycle system all the time, and never knew that it was uh, designed and discovered by a woman. Just never really thought about it, and it just kind of like um, it made her intrigued and want to know more. And the processes that she does—that there's real people behind it who lived real lives, um, and that she could see it and be it and relate to it, and all that kind of good stuff. So I was like, "Here's a doctor that knows the name of the Corey Cycle, and yet had no idea." Who it was. Uh, The second reason why Gertie is my pick is the Corey cycle was absolutely critical when it comes to the understanding and the treatment of the diabetes. (laughs) Right? Glorious diabetes. Um, So as you guys know, uh, I have been struggling with the diabetes. (laughs) And my extended family absolutely hates when I share personal information. However, I'm here to help the people. So uh, (laughs) I had an A1C of 7.4. So 6.5 means you're above that, you're diabetic. So that's like mm-hmm. the baseline. So I was I was healthy into the diabetes when I got my diagnosis. Um I worked with the Verta clinic, I changed the way that I ate, I got on medication, cut out the carbs and the sugars, I went keto. It sucks, but it was really important. And I went all the way down to 5.7. Now 5.6 means you're no longer diabetic. So I was right there on the line. Uh. So 5.7 is pre-diabetes, you know, like you're just touching, just touching the line. So I'm still on medication, uh, but I'm not going to toot my own horn because I have another test coming up and I haven't been that good the last couple of months. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing a whole library thing and carbs are tasty it's really hard but I'm doing as best as I can but this is a lifetime thing for me it's very genetic Mm -hmm. also I eat shitty so it's something that I have to work on I have to keep my diabetes in check so but I am not the only one because according to the CDC one in ten Americans have diabetes Uh, One in three have pre-diabetes. So there's four of us at the table. Obviously, hands up, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, that kind of rule. But one out of three have pre-diabetes. And those are the only, those are the people who actually know a lot of people are just living like Larry living their life and not being tested at all and don't know what their sugars are so it could be even like far more uh especially in America let me just put it that way we all know why is
1: that a normal test that happens when you have your annual visit with your personal care provider
0: I like how you put all that in there excuse me insurance lady (laughs) it depends on your insurance actually like so Josh's insurance is who orders our yearly blood tests, and it does include an A1C, mm. but we had a previous carrier before that never t- tested mm. A1C, so it, it probably just depends. And if you just went in for like a physical, you would probably have to ask for it, yeah. unless they thought, like, oh, it's in the family, or... You look kind of swollen and overweight. <laughs> Why don't we test your sugars? Like that seems to be like, you know, the go-to thing because obviously there's a one in three chance now mm-hmm. that you you got the sugars. Um so I wanted to know more about the gal whose work it was pretty much like, you know, saving my life and keeping my feet on uh, and helping billions of people. <laughs> I didn't write down saving my feet, but it's true. It was so good. I'm, like, I'm like, that. I have my feet still? And I think I got feet really swollen. Good. Feet are nice. I've learned that they have value. <laughs> <laughs> so Gertie Corey was born in Prague in 1896. Uh, her parents encouraged her to attend medical school. Like, you're smart. You got to go to medical school. That's like extremely rare. Um, But she did. She went to medical school. She went to the University of Prague, where she was one of very few female students, but she was not the only one. So bonus. Yay. Uh, She graduated in 1920, along with her classmate, Carl Corey. So Gertie and Carl married and they started working in clinics uh during world war one carl was drafted in and also served in the austrian army so uh during that time gertie was diagnosed with severe maltrition due to food shortages so it wasn't just Mm -hmm. that like there wasn't much food like she was diagnosed like bed rest like you're gonna die if you don't get some liquids and some proteins in you um they decided to get the hell out of europe (laughs) <laughs> Good call. Not the worst idea in the world, right? To get the hell out of Europe. Uh, they applied for labs in the United States. So Gertie and Carl got jobs at, oh, the name of this institution. Okay. The State Institute for the Study of Malignant, Malignant Diseases. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the place. They changed it later to Roswell Park Memorial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Some about Seems malignant salad. diseases didn't seem like ooh come on in <laughs> <laughs> this place is sexy have fun with it yeah no it's dark and dangerous I don't know if Roswell's necessarily better but I mean no, this was like really you know <laughs> this was World War Two ish you yeah. know kind of end of World War Two ish before the UFOs a little bit <laughs> a little bit but maybe not like we don't know maybe not. <laughs> So uh, the school did not want them to work together because, finger quotes, it was un-American. Uh, I was trying to unpack that one. I think what they mean is sexist. But anyway, um, they really meant that women don't work together with men. Maybe it's the breast thing again. It's the mm-hmm. attachment issue. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, but they did anyway. They didn't care. They were going to work together. Uh, they dedicated their research to how energy is produced and transmitted in the body and that led them to how sugar is metabolized within the body. Um, they jointly published 50 papers together. Cool. And then Corey, Corey, sorry, Gertie Corey, Gertie, she did 11 papers completely on her own uh, that were also published about the topic. In 1929, they published their findings that would be named the Corey Cycle. So we're talking 1929, they developed their research. So... I'm gonna go a super simplified version of what the hell the Cori cycle is because A, drinks, B, not a real doctor. My honorary doctor is not like a real doctor or anything like that, so I have no idea. But so the Cori cycle, it's how we use sugar for physical activity, and it's how those sugars and carbs are broken down, how they're put back together into uh, using our muscles and our liver. That's the overall. I'll go, I'll, I'll paint a little bit better of a picture. OK, so stored in like your muscles are glucose, which is sugar, right? So you have sugar that are stored in your muscles. When you're about to do a physical activity, uh, like raise your hand or do a marathon, um, your muscles break down that sugar into two different chemicals. What do you think? Yes, exactly. I'm when you're ready to do this, hand. we're just raising the hand, <laughs> uh, breaks it down into pyruvate, and then it breaks it down into lactate. The lactate then goes from your muscle into your bloodstream and then it gets to your liver, okay? So then when it's in your liver, it reverses the cycle. Those two chemicals, it goes back to those two chemicals and then it goes right back to sugar again. So it goes through one and then it comes back. So now there is the sugar in your liver. Your liver then talks to your body and says, hey, where do you need this to go? Are you going to start running next? <laughs> like what physical activity do your muscles need? So the liver then sends it, the sugar where it needs to be and when there's excess it stays in your muscles until you use it again and that's the cori cycle it goes out of one thing through the bloodstream into the other thing and when you need it it's there
1: i honestly had no idea
0: right (laughs) the problem is is when your body's messed up like mine is Uh. it doesn't know where to send the sugars and it doesn't know how to break them down and so the cycle gets messed up your liver starts communicating wrong of where your sugars are supposed to go that's diabetes.
1: <laughs> I just like that you talk about the liver while I'm pouring myself a like, pink drink. I'm like, <laughs> have yourself some liver, more pink drink, exactly. Huh? <laughs> the liver. <laughs> so the next time someone calls me pudgy, I'm just be like, no, I got a lot of sugar in my muscles. Yeah,
0: that's right, you know, see, exactly. <laughs> the muscles are sweet. <laughs> that's what it is. So you know, it's uh, absolutely clear as mud. That's what our body yeah. does. Yeah. Uh, According to an article on changing the face of medicine, they worded how important the cycle is a little bit better than I could do. It says, quote, their discovery of this process was especially useful for the treatment of diabetes, but it was also the first time the cycle of carbohydrates in the human body had been fully understood or explained. Nobody was studying um, carbohydrates Mm because we always hear sugars and the body needs sugars. Well, a carb is a sugar, but they, they were the ones that started looking at how the body breaks down a complex carb and a simple carb and how it turns it into sugar and then we have a sugar problem so because the institute that they were at the one that became Roswell where apparently aliens were Mm -hmm. um, they were mostly concentrating on like cancer stuff and Mm -hmm. theirs wasn't really in the cancer realm didn't get anywhere (laughs) right there you go Uh, so they wanted to find a new lab to go and continue their research in Uh, it made it difficult because they wanted to continue to work together And nobody was really cool with that. Uh, There's a handful of universities that actually flat out refused to hire Gertie, but of course would hire Carl because that's fair. Uh, The University of Rochester even warned Gertie she might ruin her husband's career if they insist on continuing to work together. What's like the uh-huh.
1: what? What are they worried about? They're already married. They're already married. They're already
0: doing it. Yeah. Like I think what it is, it's a man and a woman in the same workspace. It might give other people ideas. Like this could be the future. <laughs> right? Yeah. But the cool thing is, is that Gertie and Carl refused to stop working together. They insisted it was them or it was no job whatsoever. Uh, eventually they moved to St. Louis in 1931 and they went to the Washington University School of Medicine and Carl was develop or was offered Carl was offered a department position, Gertie was offered research assistant. Hmm. But they were okay at working with each other. That was fine. Um, Gertie made one-tenth the amount of money that her husband made. Mm. And they both had their name on papers with the Cory cycle. Right? Uh, Gertie was a research assistant for 13 years. That entire time uh, she watched Carl rise through the ranks at the university. But after 13 years, she was made a full professor took some time, but she got there. Um in 1947, so she was made professor a year before she won the Nobel Prize by the way. I do have to give them that credit. It wasn't like I think they're going to win the Nobel Prize. We should quit give her a real job. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't that. It <laughs> I mean, seems it, like <laughs> Maybe it wasn't that, but but it doesn't paint of, a beautiful picture. <laughs> I mean in- Nobel, how long between? Hey, that maybe should be a Nobel and actually winning. Is there? Is correct? Because it, it, it was might like be more than a year. Yeah, because they uh, published their findings in thirty one, and then forty seven is when they actually like won the Nobel. So there could have been some stank on it, but she got it. Yay! Finally. Um, but in nineteen forty seven, Gertie and Carl won the Nobel Prize for their work on how the body has a cycle for converting glycogen sugar basically um so now i had to look up some nobel prize shit (laughs) because the categories and like the timelines there's a lot of different ways that they classified like what gertie's major accomplishment was um okay so there are five categories for the nobel prize all right three of them are sciences so they'll always talk about like the first in science there's physics chemistry and then they group these two together physiology and medicine those are a no but they are two different categories um so those are your science fields. Then there's the Nobel Prize for literature. Mm-hmm. And then there's the Nobel Peace Prize. Mm-hmm. Right. So those are the five. Yeah, those are the five different ones. So Gertie and Carl won in the medicine category. This was the first time ever that a woman won in the medicine category. Ba-ba-ba. So amazing. Yay. Mm-hmm. She's the first there. Uh, Gertie was also the first American women, American woman to win the Nobel Prize in a science field. All right. Uh, Jane Addams was the first American woman to ever win a Nobel. Um, but that was for the Nobel Peace Prize. So there's that. So it's like mm-hmm. she won. By the way, we have an amazing Jane Ad- uh, Jane Addams podcast on Your Girl Friday. So check it out. It's in the show notes. Anyway, um, <laughs> I nearly also got into a scuffle with a lady at a girl stick out meeting because I was talking about how Gertie was the first American woman to win a Nobel in science. And they're like, that's not accurate. It's Marie Curie. Uh. Marie Curie is not American, y'all. <laughs> as much as we want to claim her, she is Polish and French. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's not American. Okay, I will end my rant there. But I was, <laughs> it, it doesn't help if you Google it. If you say a first American woman mm-hmm. to win in science, it shows you Marie Curie. Like mm-hmm. it showed, like it's mm, that. Mm, they really want. She's not American. It is fine that she was. She has two, by the way. Marie Curie mm-hmm. has two, and her daughter has one as well. So. She's got it. All right. So I'll end my rant. Uh, so the Corys continued researching more on carbohydrate metabolism. Um, that's why when your body is diabetic, it struggles with carbs as well as sugars of breaking them down. The Coreys probably knew all about the keto diet way before it was like the fad that it is today. <laughs> but, you know, of course, it didn't have a name like keto diet back then. <laughs> uh, but Grady and Carl also discovered a compound glucose 1-phosphate which was later called the Corey Ester. You were talking about an ester um, that was discovered, too. And I was just like, I wonder if it's the same thing. I think an mm-hmm. ester is like an enzyme, but I really don't know. I don't know. It's like a type of thing in the body and the brain. But that's my girl. is sure is sweet, but that's that's the girl that saves my life. <laughs> Excellent. Exactly. So you didn't know how the body oh. breaks down the sugars? Mm-hmm. Nope.
1: No. No, it mm-hmm. just goes in my belly. <laughs> And you just store it and you
0: just have it and it's just lovely.
1: I mean, maybe I should have known that because Ball State let me retake a lot of science classes, but somehow it didn't stick.
0: It doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. not until you think it might kill you. Then you, you really get invested. like, I think I better pay attention to this because it might make
1: my feet cut off. You don't want that. You don't want to get stuck in a boot.
0: But there are days... When pizza sounds really good, <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 I'll just cut my own feet off. It's fine. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. You can Not wear really. pizza's feet. Oh, pizza's <laughs> pizza. Sorry, I'm just imagining <laughs> you with pizza feet. I feel like it might be slippery if you had the right amount of cheese on it. Yeah, it could be. But well, you put the the crust side down. Use right. the cheese to. Why are we? <laughs> <laughs> Can we make a sticker of Pizza Feet? Pizza, pizza feet. feet. I'm pizza sure feet. It, it might have an illustration. <laughs> yes. It's gotta. Sweet. Oh Just an illustration. Just, there's no context no. whatsoever. Just a foot and a pizza on it. You know, like, like a pepperoni
1: do. for each toenail.
0: <laughs> make it like a little sandal, maybe. <laughs> Pointy-toed shoes. Right. <laughs> Beautiful. Gertie Cory. <laughs> I vote for that she has the cutest sciencey name. It's not
1: It's, it's an, an adorable name. It, it is an adorable name. name.
0: It's yeah. so cute. I love her. Alright. Any questions? Do you know
1: what made yeah. them wanna investigate? Investigate the sugars. I think and the they, carbs.
0: They were looking at how the body turns things into energy. So okay. they started with that, and then they were noticing something was quite interesting with Energy relating to sugars. Uh, okay. So, and I think they just kind of went down the rabbit hole. Yeah. That's but what you got to do. They wanted to figure out energy. Energy. That's so a good thing to think about. Yeah. The weird thing is, so the energy is in our sugars, and it's the thing that will kill me. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that will kill me also gives me life. Katie. You should nap more. <laughs> I really should. Yeah. I should nap more. That would be great. <laughs> Sweet. Well, that wraps it up for Science Month. Join us next Monday as we perfect our spit take. Because next month's research theme is Funny Gals. Thanks for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a guide patron today. Thanks for listening.